So the inauguration is this week. Yeah, it is. And I heard that they hired 35,000 National Guardsmen and put up a wall around the Capitol. Did you hear about that? I saw some I pictures that. of that. I, they put it up super quick, too. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a president that people want to me, huh? Not really. Hello, this is Karen. And this is Kevin. And, and this, this is, is Right From, from Us. us. That's my point. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, I mean, when you, when you look at pictures, it's almost, it's like you're looking at a communist country. This whole, this whole thing seems surreal. A wall, and they had to hire all it's these like, National Guardsmen to come in with guns I, I to protect. It's, it's like a dictatorship coming into it power is. or it's something. It is. It's scary. There's an article on the Daily Wire. Love the Daily Wire, by the way. Highly recommend um, it's called Unprecedented Entire National Mall Shut Down, Shut to Public Ahead of Inauguration. Unprecedented. Unprecedented. That's kind of like the word for two, now, okay. 2020, isn't it? <clears throat> well, unprecedented. I, Everything's unprecedented. But here's the thing. It's don't never they normally, before. don't they normally, do they normally shut down the mall for inauguration? No, don't they open it up for people? You know, honestly, I, I don't, don't think I've I ever really paid attention. I, I really So that either. was my, my first question because, I mean, is that really that unusual? But then they have a picture of a fence with barbed wire. At the top of the fence. Now, is that normal? Does it have barbed wire at the top of the fence? And they put a bunch of additional fencing around the Capitol. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's normally heightened security because, I mean, you've got like See, that's what I'm wondering, if that's five ex-presidents the there to, you know. Right, exactly. So, I mean, I, I get the heightened security because you, you know, yeah, it's you got a lot of powerful people and they're in a vulnerable, like one spot. So I get that. But the article says the entire National Mall was shut to the public Friday morning as one of the mainly, or, um, as one of the many unprecedented security measures being taken to protect next week's inauguration of President Joe Biden, President-elect Joe Biden. Citing last week's violent riot at the Capitol, the National Park Service instituted a temporary public closure of the National Mall at the request of the U.S. Secret Service. So, you know, they're basically using that. Okay. Would you consider what happened a riot? I consider uh, what happened a disturbance. No, it was a riot. I, I would say a riot. I mean, there were, there, there were, were people shooting off. There was a pipe pipe bombs. There, the pipe bombs didn't go off, but there were pipe bombs planted, and there were there flares were being pipe sh- bombs planted. Yes, in the Capitol. Yes, at, at the at both the Democrat and Republican headquarters or whatever. Huh. In the Capitol, and there were—I mean, there were, there were flares being shot off, fireworks being shot off. I don't know if there were any. But is is that well? The pipe bombs aside, that sounds more like a disturbance to me than a riot. Like fireworks well, and, and then, stuff. Then they were fire. The police were firing rubber bullets at the crowd. That sounds like a riot to me. Yeah. I would say it's a riot. It's not a peaceful protest. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Well, it's mostly peaceful. Kind of like the well, you know the BLM. No, 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 no. Now, the, wait a the BLM. Peaceful protests were let's mostly peaceful. Fair. Well, I but know. they were mostly peaceful. So let, if it's fair. not if it's not entirely peaceful, it's not peaceful, and it's a riot. So, but okay. So the the other thousands of people that were there, they were peaceful. Hundreds of thousands of people. So you're were, going to you're going yeah. to lump yeah. label that or that event as a riot because. Three fourths of the people, ninety eight percent of the people that were there were peaceful. Yeah, 
I don't that's, know. That's I, what, I guess that's they were a shame to me they, that there were some really bad people there that really spoiled it for a lot of people. But I guess when you get thousands of people together, I mean, you have to expect there are going to be a handful of people that are jerks, yeah. you know, that radicals. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, all the all the good people are getting blamed for a, a few bad actors that were there. You know. Yeah. Did you hear about the one guy? His name is um, Ariel Pink. Mm-mm. He's a musician that was there at the uh, rally, and um, he was just there. He left. He left shortly after President Trump's remarks and went to his hotel room to take a nap. You know, he's a musician. I guess he was tired from the night before or something. Well, sure. And his record label, his record, his record label, has dropped him just because he was at the rally. That is so alarming to me that, that we have gotten to a point in this country where you cannot say or do anything without real-life repercussions, either getting fired from your job or having a book deal canceled like Josh Hawley. Yeah, Josh, Josh Hawley's book was about... His book was an anti-censorship book about big tech, and it Well, it, how it ironic is that? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know what it was about. Yeah, I just figured it was about his life or yeah, something. Yeah, it's about the big, big tech... Huh. Control and censorship, apparently. Well, so that that's kind of ironic there. I mean, honestly, our YouTube channel, right from us. I mean, at some point, I kind of figured just the title alone is going to get us censored. Not that I expect to get big enough for them to, you know, get their attention, but still. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I do they have like you know their algorithms and their robots and their spiders that crawl over the place and look for keywords. To shut yeah, down. we're in a kind of a scary time with this censorship stuff. I mean, like the PBS attorney, uh, uh, an attorney for PBS was calling for Trump supporters' children to go to re- re-education camps. What? Uh-huh. Wait, what? Repeat that? What did you just say? Uh, the P- uh, An attorney working for PBS, you know, the yeah. public broadcast system, right. was calling for children of President Trump supporters to be sent to re-education camps, to be deprogrammed. Deprogrammed to think like them. Yeah, essentially. Wow. Yeah. To not to not ask questions. That's on the list, number seven, if you want to look at it. That is insane. Oh, that no, is insane. Yeah. That is scary. That is scary right there. When, well, I mean, there's there's been a, a few other things like that, too, where people are calling for uh, cleansing of Trump supporters and the cleansing of the Republican Party and that sort of thing. Because, you know, that's what Trump said all along, too. It's like, once I'm out of the way, who are they going to go after next? Us, the supporters, the people that don't think like them, the conservatives, the Republicans. And I guess they're trying. Just let that sink in for a moment. Just let that sink in. That is some scary stuff. That they, that we have gotten to a point where they are starting to dictate what we can and cannot say, where we can and cannot go, what we can and cannot do. Yeah, just because you dis- disagree with them. So I, I could come up with a... you ask a simple question, like, okay, so... Or just even clarification, like, what do you mean exactly? doesn't matter what I mean. This is what I said. Take it you, as gospel. You can't, you can't question or disagree. That'd be like me. Every time you disagree with me, I'll, I'll just turn your mic off. <laughs> I'll turn your mic off and you know I do the I do the video editing too I'll just make sure yeah. that you're not in the shot well okay if you want to but uh, 
there, there will be repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that really, I think that's what bothers me the most. Because I've, I've always been a big, you know, question authority, ask questions, you know, kind of person my entire life. And now that you dare to do it, people, I mean, it, this it scares me. It kind of leaves me speechless, honestly. I don't even know what to think right now, where we are in this country. Well, as I mean, you, as a writer, you're a writer. Just think if you wrote the wrong thing. Exactly. And you just exactly. get, basically, you just get wiped out. You know, right. you're, whatever, you're assuming you had a, a writing contract or whatever, a book deal or whatever. Right. You just get wiped out. But just the thought of that possibility scares me enough to comply. You know what I mean? So I can't imagine it actually happening. I can't imagine how terrifying that is. Scared you enough to comply. What do you mean by that? By shutting up. Yeah. Not questioning. Taking what they're telling me as gospel. And yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll get in line right away, sir. That kind of thing. Because I kind of feel like that's where we are. That's scary. If that doesn't scare you guys, then it should. Because that that's not good. That is not a good place to be. Well, actually, hell is freezing over right now because the ACLU is actually coming out against this uh, censorship, especially the the censorship of uh, President Trump's Facebook and Twitter accounts. Yeah, but I can't said. help but think there's got to be an ulterior motive. There's got to be something in it for them because they're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of things like this going on. Uh, Forbes magazine editor came out and said that that uh, any company that hires anybody that's worked for President Trump is going to yeah. have repercussions in their magazine, but basically be, be spoken of negatively. But then Steve Forbes came out and said, no, that's not right. So, But, I mean, there's there's people out there that are saying this stuff. It says it was an article in the Newsweek. It was an excerpt. A legislative council member of the American Civil Liberties Union, ACLU, warned Friday that the suspension of President Donald Trump's social media accounts wielded unchecked power by Twitter and Facebook. Um, a, council at a, a council at ACLU said in a statement that the decision to suspend Trump from social media could set a precedent for big tech companies to silence less privileged voices. Yeah, and uh, Jack Dorsey, you I know the that guy. Word privilege, by the way. Yeah, the the guy from Twitter that the guy from Twitter said that Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey said that uh, he's an asshole. I know. Well, it's true. <laughs> we're gonna have to wash your mouth out with soap. But <laughs> but he said that that was that was uh, I don't know the exact quote, but basically he's saying that's that's a sign of things to come, and there's going to be more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like some kind of undercover recording of what he said. Is that what you're referencing? Yeah. Uh, which is translation means I wasn't really listening to him. <laughs> so. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's uh, that's scary stuff. Like like Trump said, I mean, we're we're next. They're out to squash opposition in any in any shape, form, you know. So here we are. I mean, guys, if you voted for Biden. I mean, careful what you wish for, because there's no telling what kind of roller coaster we're going to be on the next four years. And, you know, even though we have the possibility of turning this around somewhat in two years with, you know, more House and Senate elections, did you hear what Rush Limbaugh said? I mean, he doesn't think that's going to help at all. 
he just basically says that it's it's got it's it was come it's time to start fighting basically is what he said stop being such a nice guy well yeah i mean you know the democrats always go crazy and they um protest and they lay down in the middle of the street and everything like that and us republicans are not i'm not necessarily republican but republicans are just are people on the right are are like you know just looking at them like they're nut jobs well they're well, it's but they're getting stuff done. And look, they, they exactly. are in control of all the branches of government, the the media, the education system. The social media. Social media. You know, they, but by these crazy nut job t- tactics, they've basically gained control of everything. Well, and this last election has set the ground for future elections, for future cheating. Now it's going to become the norm. And again, don't you dare question. Alleged cheating cheating alleged cheating you can't say that <laughs> okay alleged yeah. cheating yeah see there we go we can't say certain things yeah see there you go we're already censoring ourselves because we wouldn't we wouldn't want big brother to come down hard on us <sighs> boy this stuff is upsetting it really is it just i cannot believe we're here I but just can't um believe it. you know twitter terminated President Trump's account and just wiped it out basically. But right. there's this other thing called Gab apparently that's like Twitter, and they had been backing everything up, so they just restored everything. Yeah. So it's all I'm apparently it's of, all back out there. Yeah, I have, have an you, account on Gab. Do you? I do. Did you did you check it out? I mean, did you check to see if President Trump's tweets are actually? Oh there? no, I haven't checked to see. It. I think that's I didn't so hear funny. that Trump was on Gab now, but that's that's cool. Gab was actually down for quite a few days, uh, but they're they seem to be back up and running. I think they were down primarily because the there was just so much traffic that, that they just it crashed them that you couldn't handle the extra traffic and of course parlor disappeared entirely yeah parlor is now gone still frantically trying to get back up wow. though i don't know i saw an article today that the ceo doesn't think it's looking good for them to come back so i think he's just saying that because you know they've got a lawsuit with amazon right now man i hope they sue the britches off of them well they are and they're going to win that lawsuit i hope so because there's there's got to be some repercussions to these big tech companies. There has to be. There's just no stopping them. I mean, the the government's definitely not going to do it. And it seemed like there was something I read too about the Mexican governor or no 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 the the Mexican president was um, <clears throat> trying to work out some kind of law with his legislative, however it it is in Mexico because of what happened to President Trump, that it scared him enough that he didn't want the same thing happening to him in his country, that he was looking at laws or some, some kind of policy where they couldn't do the same thing to him. So, it, I mean, right. in, oh, man. <clears throat> I seriously don't even know what to say about all this censorship. It just, it just gets my blood boiling so much. I just can't, I can't stand it. So back, we, we, we kind of got off on that tangent, but we were talking about the inauguration that's coming up on Wednesday. Yeah. And all the security and how it looks, it just seems like a... I mean, if you guys will just Google, like the pictures are I, third world. I really haven't even seen the pictures, but... It there just, was, I just watched a reporter, he was walking around with his, you know, phone camera and stuff and was just taking pictures and walking around and it's just, it looks like a third world country the the barriers and the just the whole setup and again i understand there has to be some security because of those fringe people which by the way can we just clarify that the people that rioted at the capitol 
are not a representation of Republicans. There, there are some pretty pretty uh, wacko people there, and actually some Antifa people th- there. Antifa people were um, encouraging, right, and waving people in. So it's like you can't blame it all on Trump supporters, and the people that were, were actually Trump supporters that were there were, were not like your typical Trump Trump supporter. They were pretty wacko, like the guy in the the buffalo horns yeah, with all I the tattoos. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. Good grief! I think he had too many beers or something before he got started. But anyway. But I just want to point out that that is not just because you have a group of, of fringe crazies does not mean that represents the entire country. And I think that that's where. Ever, I mean, all of the the stories and the social medias and all that stuff are, is making it sound like that is representative or representative of conservatives and Republicans should, alike. Should President Trump, though, you know, since you know there's going to be crazy people out in the audience, should he be aware of that and maybe tone things down a little bit in a speech? Now that is an interesting thing because last week <laughs> when we talked, and I dared to imply that perhaps some of the unrest was due to President Trump's verbiage. <clears throat> well, you got a little upset with me. No, his verbiage was perfect. I mean, he... he I wouldn't he, call it perfect. I thought it was fine. He, he, he did talk about the, um, the alleged election uh, issues a lot. And then he then he said we're going to march down to the Capitol and peacefully and patriotically now, protest. And see, I'm, and the thing about it is the protest, the riot, had actually started before at at that point before right. they were already at the Capitol. People could even get down there, right? From, yeah. So that was a planned right. way in advance deal because people right. had hammers, they had right. you know fireworks, flares, and all kinds of stuff. Right, but I'm not talking specifically about that speech. I'm talking about the speech. Just overall? Oh, over months. Yeah. Months of, you know, weeks, months. Well, yeah, of, of but, you, know, you know, the alleged never, election fraud he, he and never, all that he stuff. He never called, he has never called for no, violence. No, he's never called for violence, but the mere fact that he's, you know, I should have won and it's, it's you know, a bunch of cheating and a bunch of fraud and everything. That just got people fired up. I mean, what would you do if you were sure that, that you got cheated out of a victory? I don't think I would have handled it like President Trump. No, I think I would. He should have. I think he was a little too careless in the way he talked about it and presented it. And and when you're dealing with millions of people, you have to be careful in your speech. You have to be careful in yeah. what you say and how you say it. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of people, they don't have common sense. They just go yeah. basically, bas- basically on emotions only. Yeah. Yeah, he he. That was the point I was trying to make. Yeah, I mean, I I know last week I said you know he's from New York and that's how people from New York talk, but he is the president and probably could be a little bit more diplomatic and yes presidential yes. sometimes. Yes. Okay, here's a quote. Let's play a little game here. Let's okay. let's uh, here's a quote from somebody. Let's see if you can guess who this is. And here is a quote. I don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. Who said that? I don't President, know. President Trump or Nancy Pelosi? Definitely Pelosi. Yeah. And she said that when the the BLM riot, riots were going on. Right. Couldn't that be construed as saying Oh, you're, yes. You're, you're um Absolutely. 100%. Encouraging writing. But, you know, it's because she said it there's no repercussions because, you know, she said it so she can get away with anything. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think if if the news media would just do their jobs and go back and look at some of the things that the Democrats were saying all along, this whole year has been just you know one riot and one thing after another. Um, BLM and Antifa things. You know, yeah. Portland's been like under siege the whole year practically, haven't they up there? There's no such thing as a media anymore. And, and just if they would just go back and take a look at what the Democrats have been saying and are it's not never saying. Happen. Because the media is doesn't work for the people. They work for their own interests and they, they work for, you know, the Democrats. Okay, here's another quote. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically Make your voices heard. Pelosi. <laughs> that's that's what President Trump said. Peacefully and pra- patriotically protest. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. <clears throat> Peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Yeah. And for that, he got impeached this this week. Oh, that's the big thing that happened this oh. week, the p- impeachment vote. Okay. The, the drive-through impeachment happened this week. He technically did not get impeached. Well, the, they voted... How does that work? He technically has never been impeached. The first time, because the Senate shot it down, right? Right. Yeah, they they bring the charges up in the House of Representatives, and then the Senate has to vote for it to convict. And that did not happen the first time, and it's not going to happen the second time. And yet, the media, and I use that term so loosely, you know, they're they're touting that, you know, it's unprecedented... That the president has been impeached twice in the history of the country. And technically, he hasn't been impeached once. They tried, but they failed both times. Yeah, you know, um, he's going to be out of office on Wednesday. But yet, the Senate is supposedly going to go through the trial. Whatever. After he's out of office. That, That makes no sense whatsoever. What he's out of office. When does anything they do make sense? Well, I mean, this is the Senate, which you know, Mitch McConnell saying he's going which, to. By the way, those dang Republicans. They don't have any backbone. That's for sure. Jellyfish. They don't have any backbone. That's like the, they're the, ruining it. They are. They're just ruining. If they would just stand up, because that's one thing I can say about the Democrats. They rally together as one unit, and they stand together and. No matter how crazy it gets, they don't back down. And the Republicans back down at the first whiff of they're, controversy. They're always afraid of what the news media is going to say. It's like, you guys, the news media is going to say bad stuff about you no matter what. It doesn't what. matter. We are way past that point. The, the media no longer exists. They should just it's just ignore a group it. of people that have one agenda. That's it. And they, they have no interest in the truth. They don't care about the people. They're only there to push an agenda. Period. So I don't know why they're even worried about it. Like, why even think about it? Just do what's right. What, whatever the Republicans do, the news media is going to exactly. say it's bad. So I Exactly. Mean, so you might as well do the right thing. Yeah. <sighs> but apparently the, the, the moment, or actually the day after the, uh, the inauguration, um, there's going to be a... There's, Apparently, articles of impeachment are going to be filed against Biden the next day by okay, this. Okay, uh, first of all, that's very satisfying to hear. Yeah. But okay, but realistically, for what though? Well, nothing. I mean, nothing's going to come of it. But you know, the Republicans always go, "Well, that's just going to be a waste of time. Why should we do it?" 
but that's not what the Democrats. The Democrats just go for everything, no matter what. But let's how, be, you know, no matter what, how crazy it is. Well, let's be and completely they get what they, fair, though. I mean, if if the the Democrats don't have any legs to stand on, and they're and they're trying to impeach President Trump, what in the world are they trying to impeach Biden for? <laughs> well, now I'm not saying all the information on Hunter well, Biden's laptop. There, there's one thing. And then the, the thing that they impeached President Trump for the first time this year was that, that call to Ukraine, where he basically said, we're going to withhold money mm. because of this. Joe, Joe Biden admitted that he did the same exact thing. He, he was withholding like a billion dollars or something like that, uh, unless uh, Ukraine fired this prosecutor. That was going after Hunter Biden, and they, they've got that. He was bragging about that, so they've got the same thing. It's not while he was president I, that probably makes, that anywhere. might make a difference. But well, I think it's going to make a huge difference. But but I don't know. It's not going to go anywhere because the the GOP are just a bunch of spineless jellyfish. Um, but I feel like impeaching that that word's been tossed around so much in the last few years that it's just completely watered down now and no longer really means anything. Kind of like being called a racist. I mean, you're a racist for everything you do. So yeah, just dis- it, disagree it, with somebody. It has and lost its meaning. It you're no a racist longer really now, means anything. Just because you disagree with somebody. Yeah. Which, by the way, why do people care what other people call them? I, I just don't under, I genuinely don't understand why people are scared of being called a racist. Are you a racist? No, you're not. But who cares what other people think? I, I just, I genuinely yeah. don't understand why they're so scared of that word and that they, they completely do uncharacteristic things because, oh my gosh, please don't call me a racist. I'll do whatever you ask. Who cares? Do you, boo? Well, I mean, the new thing is, uh, uh, well, the new thing was being called a white supremacist. Which and again, now the new thing is being called a traitor. That's People that's don't even new, know what the meaning of these words that's, are. That's the new, tra- the new racist white supremacist? is traitor. White supremacist? They don't even know what that means. And white privilege. Yeah, that's crazy. There's that word again, privilege. It's, it's I hate that. that word. It just, it just, I don't hate that word. Nobody is privileged over anyone. You you work hard. You, you you if you work hard, you get what you get. There's no privilege. You may be born in a better situation, and things may come easier for you. But that's not called privilege. That's just the way it is. That's just your circumstances. Right. So, um, <laughs> President, I want to go down that road. So, apparently. so Biden, you know, he's going to call for uh, mandatory masks the first hundred days of his of his presidency so you can just get rid of you know get ready for that in in springfield oh i'm not supposed to say that it doesn't matter. I mean, there's a lot of springfields out there so you but anyway we've got a former mayor that has set up a facebook page that um well now it's gonna be really easy to figure out which springfield <laughs> just forget i said that <laughs> he set up a, a, a facebook page for people to um take pictures of people not wearing masks at businesses so that the people, so that the police can go after the businesses for not requiring their customers to wear masks. Again, I don't even know what to say that some of this stuff just renders me speechless. It's like, 
do do these same people do they when someone jaywalks do they take pictures of people jaywalking and- i just don't understand what place you're coming from that you feel compelled to call and and tattle on someone yeah they encourage people to call 911 you you're so much better than everybody yeah you're supposed to call 911 when you don't see when someone's not wearing a here's mask here's the so. thing about masks if you're wearing your mask you're protected right so what do you care if anybody else is wearing a mask you're protected what does it matter go about your business i just don't understand these people that feel compelled to get in people other people's business it's none of your business. Go away. <laughs> so anyway, there's this, uh, I, I was watching a video. Sure. You know, I have this problem whenever I wear a mask that my glasses fog up, you know. So yeah. there is this video that showed you, uh, you could put facial tape on your mask. You know, put facial tape on your, yeah. and hold it down to your face. I'm just wondering what your face would look like after the end of the day when you well, rip that tape off. Well, I mean, off. so you just rip a little bit of skin off. What big deal? <laughs> <laughs> You just ex- you just a foliator exfoliator whatever you call it your face uh, unintentionally. Yeah, I was actually at, at a business today that had been visited by the police for not requiring their customers to wear a mask. On the front door of their business, they just have a note that says, "If you're not wearing a mask in our business, we're going to assume you have a medical condition, and we're not going to we're not going to you know require you to wear a mask." And yet, someone felt compelled. For the good of the people, they're just trying to protect you. They felt compelled to tattletale. Yeah, we got this other thing. Uh, you know, we're kind of on the subject of COVID now. We got um, up in um, Quebec. There's this guy that I watch. It's got a YouTube channel up there, and Quebec is under lockdown and a curfew from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. in the morning. You cannot go out of your house. Well, because. COVID's rampant at that time period, so we gotta we gotta hide from <laughs> yeah. it, and make sure but, it doesn't get you. But you can go out. You can go out to walk your dog, but not your cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what's coming. They're gonna start making costumes for cats. <laughs> They're gonna start dressing their dogs in cat or cats and dog costumes, and so they can go out and, and walk their cat. This is insane. This is so insane. I saw a couple of pictures today of some band students playing the flute. And this poor little girl was playing. And I don't know. This has got to be. This cannot be real. It cannot be real. And I don't know. If I find a picture, can you flash that up? Yeah. For people to oh, see. Oh, for sure, yeah. But it's, 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 she has a mask on, but the band across her nose and her cheeks are still intact. But they have cut an entire hole out in the middle so so her mask consists of cheek covers <laughs> and a band across her nose i mean earlier in the year i heard i saw some guys i feel sorry for that uh, child she's got to feel ridiculous yeah. i can't believe her parents allowed i would have been like oh no you're not that's stupid yeah yeah earlier in the year i saw some band pictures where they had cut a little the guy was playing a saxophone they yeah. cut, cut a little thing for his <laughs> His reed, you know, his mouthpiece These to poor fit in. band kids. And then they had like the other part of the mask over the end of the saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's there's air coming out through all the keys. So Yes, of course. I get it now because you, would, you wouldn't you would want any air coming from the saxophone bell right. to get up into, you know. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, we back, live in insane times. Yeah, back to the Quebec. The, the, apparently, s- some people... You know, since you can go out, you can take your dog for a walk. People were taking their spouses out with a <laughs> with a leash on, and they got fined. 
<laughs> and apparently it's a $1,500 fine if you that, are out. But you have to admit that's pretty funny. <laughs> and another controversy up there is that they have given $1,500 fines to homeless people. Oh, my Lord. Are you kidding Because me? they weren't at home. <laughs> <laughs> this, I seriously, guys, this is insane. Do you, I can't believe we haven't. We haven't started standing up and saying, okay, well, enough is enough. This is ridiculous. You know, Seriously. Push people so far, and there, there's going to, you talk about riots, there's going to be. Actually, I saw something today, as a matter of fact. Um, there was a pub. No, there's several restaurants in Ireland, and they're done. They're, they're, doing, they're going about business as usual. The police have shown up. Nobody go, nobody, everybody refuses to leave, and they chant freedom in, in their language. And it's, it's it was actually really isn't great. Ireland, isn't that English? Well, I don't know what they were speaking because it was a foreign language. And maybe I have my countries wrong, but there was some country well, there, where people there are, are fed up and they're in done. Belgium right now, big time because of the lockdowns. lockdowns. Yeah. Not just in Belgium, but there are other countries too that are rioting, aren't they? Protesting, sorry. Protesting, rioting, I guess it depends. If yeah, you're violent, then yeah, you're rioting. I mean, Australia, Australia. You know, it hasn't. Also, yeah, I mean, it's just all over the place. Actually, for a while, it's just all all over the place. Well, my point being, I think people are finally, finally starting to have enough, and I think that's how we're going to have to we're going to finally end up getting out of this. Is people are just going to put their foot down and just start saying, "Nope, I'm not doing it anymore. This is ridiculous." Well, you know, here in the United States, they're actually uh, some of the some of the governors are actually asking for things to be opened up open back up yep because you know COVID's no longer a threat now yeah. that joe biden's coming into now office that, you know after january 20th is that not, not insane be, yeah it's pretty pretty again it's scary sick i don't evil, even know actually. i have no words for how disgusting that, that all that is. Really is that they've ruined the economy on purpose but now that they're back in power they've gotten their way and they want unity guys they want unity yeah now that they're in office we need to all come together and do what they say then we can all get along and move on there's an article. Um, and we're getting up there in time, by the way. Okay. There's an article, Los Angeles Public School uh, students must get COVID-19 vaccine when offered to return. So well, there that's you gonna go. It's going to be a thing. The, and this, it begins. The CDC came out this week, said that people, uh, United States citizens coming back from uh, UK have to have proof of the vaccine. It starts. No, 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 it's no. starting. They have to have a. They have to have a negative COVID nineteen test or proof that they've recovered from COVID nineteen. Yeah, but this is the first article I've seen where they won't let you do something unless you have the vaccine. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, it is. So it begins. Starting. And Bill Gates again is talking about that the vaccine passport. It's yeah. gonna. It's gonna. It's coming, people. It's that's, coming, <laughs> whether you want to or not. I mean, you don't you have wanna, to get it, but you're not going to be able to do anything. You're not going to be able to travel. They're not going to sure. let you do anything. And but, that's. I mean, that's that's to say, I mean, that's just overseas. What if they say you can't travel to another state? Yeah. Unless you can show that you've had the vaccine. Yeah. There, I kind of feel like that's coming. There's going to be all kinds of things like that. Like you can't go to a concert unless you have this right. proof. Right. Exactly. But, I mean, on the flip side of that, there's there's always been countries that have required certain vaccines to get to the country, you know, like malaria or whatever. Right. So. Yeah. Let's be completely fair. That's That's true. And... And probably warranted because, you know, those are pretty deadly diseases. But it's just hard to agree 
with COVID when it's been proven that it's not that deadly? Yeah, it's a it's a deadly disease. Point two, point zero two percent. Right. For people under the age of sixty. And again, I'm thankful. I'm so thankful that it's not more deadly. I just wish our reaction had been a little bit more sane, because it has not you know, been sane. The first two months, nobody really knew knew what was going on. But after that, it's like you know. And again, I feel like we just dug ourselves into a hole and we didn't know how to gracefully get out of it. And then right. politicians are like, you know what? This power is pretty awesome. Right. I don't think I want to give up this power because this is pretty great. Um, okay, so let's move on to some lighter stuff here. I saw the cover of Vogue was Kamala Harris. She's actually kind of upset about the, uh, about the photo they chose. It's more of an informal photo. And it shows her kind of in a power suit and but she's wearing converse and she's you know it's a very relaxed stance and it's just not very vice president joel <laughs> anyway my point of bringing this up is she was wearing those converse sneakers and um everybody's now converse is like everybody wants converse sneakers now because kamala harris was wearing them gosh it makes me want to go out and get them too <laughs> not but what is so annoying about this that people are so they're so gullible. They're so easily persuaded one way or another. And it's just like, people just don't, why? Please think for well, yourselves. I mean, why just, is it so important for you to just, have Converse just because Kamala Harris is wearing them? Are you secretly wanting to be her? I don't understand that compulsion. That uh, I mean, that's just advertising, you know. That's how, that's why they have basketball players wearing but I guess I guess I'm like trying that. to bring this up to show that, you know, like celebrities and you know, it's just, they're so influential yeah. and people are just so easily swayed yeah. by what they say and they don't know anything. They're being paid to entertain you and you're taking everything they say as gospel truth. It just yeah. never seems to, it ceases to amaze me. Uh, let's see. Also, <laughs> oh, did you know that um, I saw an article today that since Trump was banned from Twitter and he doesn't really have any other way of communicating with the, the citizens that um, that the White House has been reduced to smoke signals. <laughs> smoke signal for rigged election seen rising from White House lawn. <laughs> I died when I saw that. Of course, that's not that's not true. That's just from the the, the Babylon Bee. But which is a funny website. Oh my gosh, it makes me laugh out loud. It's so funny. Uh, Trump hides nuclear codes in Bible where Pelosi will never find them. <laughs> She's supposedly a devout Catholic. Well, I don't know. It was just funny to read that. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else kind of funny? Did you find anything that was kind of funny? Oh, here's something interesting. Kind of off topic, but I found that Fox News rating cra- ratings crash, trailing CNN and MSNBC for the first time since 2000. Wow. Fox News is now behind CNN, MSNBC. Is that not crazy? That's how much they've changed over this past year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if that holds up, really, because, you know, people forget. People forget. But numbers don't lie, Mr. Accountant. I know, but people forget why they're mad at somebody, and they'll, you know, of course, they'll probably watch ABC or, you know, CNN for a while and get so mad they'll go back to Fox. No, I don't don't think so, because... If you have you watched Fox lately? I have. I've it's never pretty watched Fox. blatantly biased. I don't watch now. anything. I mean, it's just like watching CNN and the other crazies out there. So, 
I don't know. I think they're definitely shooting themselves in the foot, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, if the executives pay attention to that and start changing things around. But if not, then, well, Fox, it was nice knowing you. So, okay. So, what? what how are we doing on time? Bad. Bad? We're way over time. Well, I think we should it, start doing this for an hour. <laughs> it's like time right now. Well, we have so much to talk about. There's just a lot to talk about. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of my opinions to voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's lighten this up a little bit. Questions for couples journal. This is a segment that Kevin always looks forward to every week, and I love doing it because I love torturing him. All right. In relationships, do you consider yourself a risk taker or are you risk adverse? Risk taker in a relationship? In relationships. So do you like playing it safe or do you like taking risks? I don't understand what the question is. Well, like for instance, when we first met, do you feel like it was a risk asking me or making that bet? Which, by the way, those of you that don't know the story. So we were both bank tellers and... um, I, you know, I balanced every night practically because I was so good at my job <clears throat> and Kevin did not. <laughs> he was always just a few cents off. So our company it was my coin machine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it was defective. Um, but the company Christmas party was coming up and he bet that if he balanced to the penny, then we would go together. Right. Or we would meet there and sit together. I don't know what it was, but something like that. Kind of like a date, but not a date. Kind of like. Um, and to my surprise, he balanced. So I thought, well, a bet's a bet. So that was kind of our first, first official date. And then, you know, the rest is history. And then I found out years later that he actually lied. (laughs) He hadn't balanced to the penny. Um, but I don't know, as far as relationships, I'm, I'm risk adverse. I don't really take Okay, let's look at let's look at beyond that's kind of a weird question. So let's look, I don't really understand. Let's the question. look beyond the relationships then. So in general, in life, would you say you're a risk taker or risk averse? You know, it kind of depends what category we're talking about. Okay, so let's say um, let's say finances. Well finances for the most part I'm risk averse. But then there are certain things that I do are that are kind of risky because I know. I don't want you to tell me because it makes me sweat. Yeah. But. But overall, risk averse. Yeah. Definitely risk averse. I am not a risk taker. Like like skydiving or anything like I that. That's, to you know, me, that's Maybe risk. at one time I would do that, but I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, maybe I just stopped. I don't do risky things. Any, actually, 10 years ago after yeah, my Yeah, when your motorcycle accident. accident. Yeah. yeah that I makes sense. I don't do anything like yeah, that Yeah, that kind of put the. I kind of put the kibosh on that right. for sure. Uh, how much money would you like to have saved up at the end of the year? And how about five years? At the end of the year? At the end of the year. At the end of this year, how, how much money would you like to have saved up? You don't have to be specific, but like, you know, uh, I don't know. Okay, be specific. <laughs> <laughs> like $10,000, $20,000. He's already uh, over these questions. <laughs> $200. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't really think that That's, way. Well, cuz we're both savers. We we yeah. do not we don't we don't we're not big spenders. We we are we, big we, savers. We live very frugally. Very frugally. Very frugally. For the most part. But then we have we have 
then we, but we, then we have sort of an extravagant vacation every year. Kind of not, yeah. not, but not overly extravagant. It's kind of like a frugally extravagant vacation, if that's <laughs> if that's possible. We're kind of hybrid people, really. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of are. Because overall, we're very, very frugal. But then okay, but to explain that, like for instance, we go on very nice vacations, but we also we we uh, save up frequent flyer miles and we cash that in yeah. for our flights. Yeah. Because we're going to spend that money anyway, we might as well get some points out of the deal. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah, like take, we get take good deals all on stuff. Very good deals. Right. Yeah. Right. Because we for don't sure. really end up spending that much money, but it seems extravagant. But really, it's not because we've we're getting it essentially for free. Speaking of money, side note: Do you want to talk about how much in healthcare I pay? No, let's not get into that. Okay. I mean, that's <laughs> healthcare. That is just ridiculous. But let's not get into that. Okay. It's bad. Let me just say that because I got my W two. So we were looking at it. It's like bad really bad um okay so are you still in touch with your childhood friends uh well i was until about two months ago when i canceled my facebook account oh, right has it been two months it's it has been, not been two it's months. been probably at least a month and mm-hmm. i canceled it after i don't even remember what i canceled it well but it just kind of built up and it's like why am i doing this yeah but it, it i was in contact with a lot of my friends. Yeah. My childhood friends. I am not. And no offense to any of you that know me out there, but I just don't care to. To me, it's like like my like high school friends. I mean, that I'm not even the same person I was in high school. Yeah. In so some it's ways, hard for me to go back. It's a little bit, I don't know if weird's the word for it, but. Uncomfortable? You, I don't know, because you change Bizarre. a lot. Oh, my gosh. I'm not even the same person. We're not even the same people we were when we got married. Yeah. Let alone back when we were in high school. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting to see where everybody has ended up, but as far as like talking to them or doing something yeah. with them, that would just be kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, it's a little bizarre. Yeah. And the last one, we make decisions both big and small every day. Which ones do you involve your partner in and why? <laughs> Well, I mean, basically nothing, <laughs> except if it's if it's like a big like a big oh, purchase. Oh, now all contraire. Like a big purchase or I something. I have a story about that. If it's some some big purchase over a certain dollar amount. I'll never forget when I came home and there was a big huge canoe in the garage, and someone bought that without consulting me, and that was like six hundred dollars. And I was not too happy about that. So for me, I don't consult you for anything. <laughs> but but if it's a high dollar purchase, then for sure, then I'm going to consult you. Because I think that's yeah. only, you know, that's only out of respect because yeah. it's right. our money and I wouldn't do it behind your back. Right. So, okay, he is dying to get off of here. So I guess we're going to stop talking now. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. And <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast, you oh, can yeah. don't forget about our YouTube channel right from us. Yeah, and, and if you're on the R-I-G-H-T, right from if us. you're looking at us on the YouTube, don't forget to listen to the podcast. If you're looking at us on the YouTubes, yeah. And last last week, I I I think I I thought that some of our listeners had superpowers because I said uh, you can see us on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sure they were like, what? Yeah. Isn't it funny how it's okay to keep going when he has something to say? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess we've, we've talked your ear off enough. Thanks for listening. Thanks to listen. All Thanks right. for Thank listening you. to us babble. Yep. We'll talk to you next Thank week. You. Bye. Bye.